0: Of You the shit
1: all ends. I'm
2: out of I'm of
3: I'm I'm out I'm of i i i of Hello, guys. Hi. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I don't know. Are you a Are you guys a fan of uh, Nickelodeon? Yeah. Are you a fan of the Twilight series? Yeah. Well, if so, I want you to listen to the good, the bad, and the movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: your German came out.
3: <laughs> uh, today we watched. Um, 2015's Nickelodeon release of "Liar Liar Vampire" is streaming on Netflix right now, it's and a it's number a
1: number one hit blockbuster. <laughs>
3: top ten recommended on Netflix, and yeah. it's a banger. But we have another guest with us today. Who? And who? 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 A fucking who? owl. <laughs> <laughs> and it is my good pal, my pal Lucas. Say hi. Hi. How's it going? It's Luca. They can't. They can't talk back to you.
0: That's okay. You can re- leave a comment below. Say how you're doing. I'll make my day.
3: That'll be our first comment. That's not on Facebook. <laughs> that's a. That's a hate crime towards our <laughs> podcast.
1: Um. I'll take a hi, Lucas, over a report for child sexual activity. Yeah,
3: please leave us good reviews on our Facebook page. <laughs> that don't give us a negative view, please. We're begging you. Um, but we watched Liar Liar, Vampire, and. At the moment, once again, we're drinking Summer Honeys. Um, Gotta love Summer Honeys. Mm. That oaky afterbirth. That oaky afterbirth. And it lingers. Um, uh, Lucas is kind of a little bitch with beer, so he's not drinking Mm -hmm. that. Can you tell us what you're drinking, Lucas?
0: It is a Truly Tropical Punch hard seltzer. looks like it's from the Truly Company. Um, It's pretty all right. It's pretty all
3: right. It's pretty all right. It's kind of like Bud Light. I'll take that pretty all bud light pretty all light that would pretty all light there we go um so yeah we're drinking summer honey again not much to that so let's get into the movie kind of like iron sky you might not know a lot of the the background the directors the uh the actors it's pretty low but it's if you're a big fan of nickelodeon movies maybe you know it uh, nope i don't even know
1: about that yeah i don't know if you're a fan of Rango, doesn't mean you're going to be a big fan of Liar Liar Vampire. <laughs>
3: it's, yeah, it's not a spin-off of any like TV show, so I guess there aren't regular Nickelodeon characters in it.
1: Where, where did Nickelodeon go wrong with this movie?
3: From, first t- from the fourth, fourth second in. Okay, okay. All right. First three we were solid. The uh, yeah, first three seconds, <laughs> I thought it was Oscar-worthy. Fourth second, <laughs> bad. But, so, our director today is Vince Marcello. You might know him from movies such as Zombie Prom or The Kissing Booth. Wow. Well, the Kissing Booth, I think, is on Netflix as well. And I've
1: if, heard of neither of those. You haven't watched Zombie Prom? I haven't, you know. That I, got me
3: through my first breakup. <laughs> I
1: feel like I'm a failure now. <laughs> I'm gonna, right here, right now, retire from this podcast. No,
0: Lucas, you my co-host.
3: He also directed Werewolf
0: Virginity in 2011 werewolf virginity yeah great hell yeah this guy I know, I, I, he didn't actually oh. <laughs> <laughs> i
3: was like i thought i looked at this whole it, thing uh, and i missed it
1: yeah i mean this movie was so bad that it
0: was
3: believable exactly yeah. Yeah. liar,
0: liar vampires zombie prom werewolf virginity this guy's pumping out
3: hits and the writer is the coveted adrian vena I thought you were about to say Adrian Brody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Big step down from the yeah. pianist.
3: This is a passion project.
0: Your us. your Man Crush Monday.
3: Adrian Brody. Yeah, um, yeah. and I couldn't find anything notable. And that's from me saying Zombie Prom was notable for Vince Marcello. So there we go. There's a cast that includes Ray Hart Adams as Davis, uh Breck Bassinger as as V. Um Tierra Skovby as Caitlin and Alex Zahara as Baron Von Awesome. <laughs> Baron Von Awesome carried this flick. He, he carried it on his he, his big broad German
1: shoulders. He popped off the screen. <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: I would also like to note this this is definitely the first time in human history that someone named Rayhart and someone named Breck have ever interacted with each other yes. in any capacity. <laughs> Breck is
3: a female too. Yeah, Breck and Rayhart. <laughs> um But here's what the movie is about. So, when Caitlin, the most popular girl in school, mistakes the new kid, Davis, for a vampire, he gains instant celeb status. Davis enlists the help of his next-door neighbor, V, to dial up his vampire act. And together, will they fool the school? No. Will they
1: rule the school? He's a tool.
3: He's a tool tool for
1: trying to rule the school.
3: (laughs) Will, Will they, uh... School the school?
1: I didn't think about that one. But now that you brought it up,
3: I think they might. They probably schooled the school. Um, as for history, in my notes, I have not applicable. <laughs> I have no history for this film. And that's because I had a hard enough time finding some cat's facts for this film that I completely omitted the history and put my few history things in the facts. Jesus Christ, <laughs> liar, liar, vampire. A blip on the radar. You can't say Jesus Christ and vampire pa- and vampire in the same sentence. Oh yeah, that's right. Good thing he wasn't really didn't a vampire. You read, didn't you read Exodus? I didn't, no. Oh, that's no. where it says it.
1: Okay, that's my bad.
3: Did you read Ezekiel or David or John? Any of those in the Bible?
1: Oh, no. That was the Bible? Yeah. Oh, God, no.
0: I was a Jehovah's Witness. Oh, that's right. You were yeah. a
3: Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> it was a cult. <laughs> what religion are you? Like I'm,
0: I'm staunchly atheist, um, but with Buddhist tendencies, Buddhist leanings, so maybe not as staunch as we say. Anyways, on to the. Still sticking with the plot, I would like to, like to make a note that I think this is one of those movies and one of those pieces of media that. Where they definitely came up with the name before anything else, and then reverse engineered it from there. Liar, liar, vampire. Um, I have some other notable ones like Designated Survivor. That's definitely a show that just they came up with the name first. Yep. Uh, Scrotal Recall. Yep. (laughs) Scrotal Recall. Snakes on a Plane and Philomena. Just uh, self-explanatory. Wait,
1: what's uh, what's Snakes on a Plane about?
0: It's about this guy loses his testicles (laughs)
1: and he tries to get him recalled. (laughs) And oh I got it. What is yeah. Scrotum
3: Recall about? about
1: because... I think I yeah, I watched that one. It was about like a bunch of like reptiles of of undefined origin. Do they have uh, legs aircraft. or something? No, I don't no, I don't think so. Was the
3: air does like a helicopter?
1: No, it was uh, a fixed wing aircraft.
3: So almost like Let's just jump out on a limb here. Like a, on on well, the limb no a, I
1: I said no limbs on these on a, reptiles. On a
3: <laughs> on a proverbial non-limbed animal but limb of an aircraft and say maybe like snakes on a plane. Philomena, I think. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> Philomena. Um, Devon, do you want to talk about our budget? Yeah. Well. <laughs> Sorry, Brandon just tossed
1: me the uh, the notes here. Um oh. <laughs> I'm blown away. Three <laughs> and a half million dollars to, <laughs> to, fi- to, to make film the movie. this
0: high school drama with no special effects. How, what what did they possibly have spent the money on? Those teeth. Baron Von Awesome. <laughs> he demanded that big a salary.
3: Yeah, he was a third of it probably. Yeah,
0: yeah, 2.7.
3: But how much did it make?
1: Uh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's uh, no available
3: data. Nickelodeon buried this. <laughs> I dug and dug and dug Doug. Nickelodeon's Doug is a good show. Ooh, but I yeah. dug and dug and dug for any info. Have you ever gone to the eighth page of Google looking for how much money did Liar Liar Vampire make? You won't find it. No. Nope. You will not find it. And I think it didn't make any money. <laughs> I'm going to say it right now. You, I, Yeah, I think
1: Nickelodeon, much like the government has buried this well
3: and and here's the thing is like i didn't know this movie existed until i ironically watched it like maybe like five months ago and because it was on netflix and i was like oh this is gonna be a piece of shit and so i watched it and i honestly thought it was a brand new movie and i just thought it was like a netflix original and turns out it's from 2015
0: Lucas, well, you've mean, seen
3: this movie before. This is actually my third time. Third time
0: on the <laughs> so Liar, Liar Vampire. Carousel. You watched this movie three times. Three times, yes. Um, we watched it once the first time with Brandon. Um, once by myself on a on a really, really weird day. <laughs> 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 and, then, and then this this is the third third time around, and I gotta say, it really does not get fed each time around. Devin, it first doesn't... time watching. Yeah. No. Yeah. It. And thank thoughts. God. Oh, uh, thank
3: God that's
1: yeah well no first and last first and last thoughts yeah yeah first and last watch um i would say that this rivaled cats for our worst film we've seen i mean not cats didn't engage me as much as this movie but really well it's it's just hard to follow when it's like you're watching vivo for (laughs) an like an hour and 45 minutes Yeah, yeah that's true
3: um This is my second time watching, and to be fair...
1: To be fair. To be
3: fair, I caught on to some things that I didn't notice on the first watch-through. Oh, yeah. So there are some things that you might...
1: I wouldn't say... Don't fucking do it. Don't don't, say it.
3: I wouldn't say worth watching a second time, but (laughs) if you watched a second time, you might pick up on a couple very minor, unimportant details. The nuances of this film are endless <laughs> the intermechanations <laughs> of my mind are an enigma yeah yeah hugh patrick star
0: well, I, th- I think i caught two new things l- on like, their third watch with l- l- two like two fingers up on my third watch and so by this pace i've watched it three times in five months so i'll watch it <laughs> six times by the end of the year <laughs> <laughs> the, maybe yeah, seven by the end of my maybe life,
3: seven if you're lucky i could get a seventh in for sure for sure yeah, for i sure. enjoyed my time here <laughs> well And with that being said, because this is one of my Cats Facts, it's time for some Cats Facts.
0: Cats Facts! Uh, I'm pale, Mm -hmm. no reflection, Mm -hmm. um, sparkling, like a vampire. (gasps) It's true!
3: First Cats Fact. Um, my first Cats Fact is that the runtime of this film, including the credits, is an hour and nine minutes. Yeah,
1: this was an episode of Game of Thrones.
3: So if you skip the credits, Lucas is watching this three times, is watching Titanic once. Yeah.
1: Or the Transformers, like...
3: Two and a half times.
2: Two and a
1: half
0: or, times.
3: Or a third of Shoah. What is Shoah? A nine-hour
0: Jewish documentary about the Holocaust.
3: Man, that would have been perfect to talk about on Iron Sky. <laughs> yeah.
0: Or, uh... Or, uh...
1: Or, uh... Like, three times of werewolf virginity. Or whatever. Yeah, werewolf virginity.
3: <laughs> yeah, um, so that's my first Cats <laughs> fact. There's not a lot to it, but it's short. If yep. you find that you are struggling to get through it, or you have a short attention span, even though this movie is short, you might not make it.
1: No, this felt as long as... No, it didn't feel as long as Cats. Cats was very drug out. Uh... It felt, uh, yeah, it felt as long as
3: Transformers because Transformers I was hyped.
1: Yeah, dude, I was doing push ups in front of the TV.
3: <laughs> I was doing handstand push ups.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. While twerking on a, we were wall. doing that thing where we we're back to back and doing squats, just and passing
3: all- a medicine ball as we rotate. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. we are. Yeah, all the testosterone was flowing. <laughs>
3: um, my next cat's fact is that we kind of already mentioned this, but this movie was originally made uh, released as a movie made for television on Nickelodeon.
1: yeah i
0: kept waiting for like the characters to just be slimed for no reason (laughs) because i do know we're we're gonna goo you (laughs) known to do that in the the climactic
1: and it wouldn't have it wouldn't have impacted the quality of the film at all it wouldn't
3: i wouldn't have even been slightly shocked that these characters got slimed (laughs) i would have been like that checks out honestly yep <laughs> in comes the slime. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you've ever <laughs> have a movie with the character of Baron von Awesome, just know that you can input slime anywhere into the film. <laughs> you and know, really, it this was a it... missed opportunity. Yeah, <laughs> they missed. Well, that would have been another five hundred thousand in their budget. That oh yeah, yeah. So this was only expensive. three and a half. So that was a four million. That's a four million dollar film. If they oh, want okay. the slime, all right. Yeah, that's my bad. And when you're making no money, you can't do anything.
0: No, when half of your budget's already going to Baron Von Austin's <laughs> <this laughs> yeah. salary. You can't afford the And the it, it better be fucking Baron Von Austin who gets slimed.
3: Yeah, he it, deserves to yeah, be slimed yeah, yeah. in this movie. Finish. I don't know, Caitlyn kind of deserved to be slimed too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It, I'd, I'd slim Caitlyn. What are the, what if <laughs> That sounds dirty? Oh,
2: <laughs>
1: what um, are the connotations of sliming here? Like is it a good thing or a bad thing to be slimed?
3: Um, usually in the Nickelodeon game, you don't remember watching the Nickelodeon Olympics. I know it's
1: a bad, a bad thing. You to be lose slimed. when you get slime. Yeah, but
3: sometimes don't they slime the winners at like the Kids Choice? Uh, at the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards? Yeah, they do slime the winners. It's just it's- slime is very ambiguous. Welcome it's to the an- podcast
1: where we dive deep into the ambiguity <laughs> the slime. Of, of slime. Ne-
3: next week, <laughs> it's all about the slime. <laughs> We're not talking flubber. We're talking just, just slime. Just slime. <laughs> We're just talking about slime. slime. G- tune in for some slime facts. <laughs> slime facts. <laughs> um, yeah, and I was laughing when Lucas brought up that the the... Werewolf virginity thing Because I actually have The original working title Of the film Before it became Liar Liar Vampire Nickelodeon writer Adrian Vina Thought that the title should be called Suckers
0: (laughs) Oh no I hardly
3: know hers
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's almost a It is a worse title than Liar Liar Vampire It is a far worse title
3: Simple to the point
1: (laughs) Could be anything, though. Adrian uh, Putinesco was
3: a very minimalistic
0: Brody. guy. Yeah, Adrian Brody. Suckers. I mean, honestly, Adrian Vina is probably like 16 or 17 <laughs> years old.
3: Yeah, this is a fan fiction, erotic fan fiction <laughs> that he wrote in in math class. Yeah, and oh, had think to it's a he. it, Nickelodeon it. What? We, th- we think it's a he? Oh, I guess Adrian could be a girl.
1: Oh, look at us being sexist. Our implicit bias I'm against it. yeah women.
3: yeah look them up let's see real quick let's just not just take as a... long as it did for us to find girl ri- hard... girl reading book in the <laughs> happening
0: <laughs> I just have a hard time believing
3: that Adrian a, a male
0: wrote this like Twilight sort of spoof fantasy t- nope it's a man <laughs> of course it is, is it, he oh yeah oh yeah and he yeah, looks yeah. like the kind of guy that would write this type of movie if that makes sense if you want your podcast is experience that a fi- to picture enhanced, with him
3: with Jojo Siwa look up.
1: Adrian That's Zina. a picture
3: with him with... Oh, wait, that's not even... That's Austin that's... Mahone and JoJo Siwa. Never mind. Why is that coming up? Ugh. Why? I don't... Ooh, that just looks like a Facebook photo.
1: <laughs> picture the type of... It's like of... your weird uncle who takes a selfie in a bar and yep. makes that his profile
0: picture. But just picture the type of man, I guess he is, that would write this sort of entrapment scheme for he frequents applebee's for
3: sure
1: <laughs> oh yeah 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 He's... and he gets the appetizers
3: he, he gets that two for 20 deal yeah but mm-hmm. he always has trouble finding his two also yeah also we're
0: not trying to slander you mr Viva <laughs> you no, you wrote but... an excellent film <laughs> what do you mean we're not trying to slander
3: you <laughs> well, i did imply he was a child molester so. and we also thought that maybe he was a woman so <laughs> but by but by by mistake by yes yes by clear... It was l- our bad. By lack of name recognition. Yeah. We just weren't versed in the Nickelodeon writers. I, saw,
1: I haven't seen Zombie Prom, and that is my bad.
3: <laughs> no, that was the director.
1: Oh, not the writer. Okay. I yeah. couldn't
3: find any notable scripts for the writer. Um, next, this movie was originally made to be a family-friendly comedy version of Twilight.
1: There were a lot of Twilight references. There
3: were so many Twilight references. I mean, it starts out in suburban Seattle. And the chicks reading. She's reading Eclipse. Yeah. And there's things about werewolves and the fog and literally every cliche from the Twilight movies. What are you Googling now? I just found a movie that Mr.
0: Vina wrote called A Cop and a Half. <laughs> it's it's the prequel to Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> it is it is about a child and a police officer.
1: <laughs> who, oh man, next who, film, hello. A Cop and a Half. I Let's think... just go through all this guy's uh, all this guy's movies. It wouldn't take long. Wouldn't take long? No.
3: It's 3. It's three. It's three. And they're probably all like an hour long. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was supposed to be a family-friendly comedy version of Twilight made for Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. And that's basically it. Um, I noticed when we were watching this movie that you guys had mentioned the ages. Because in every teen movie, they always pick people to play older than they are. Yeah. And I want you guys to take a guess at how old Ray Hart was. Davis, who played Davis.
1: Okay, I'm gonna guess he was
3: 24. Okay, and these guys are supposed to be like juniors or seniors in high school. 16, 17 years old. Yeah, I'll say he's
1: 27 years old.
3: He was 19.
1: He was 19 goddamn years old. He was 19. That's not bad. He doesn't. He could go into a bar right now.
3: Yeah. Uh, how, get old, how old do you think Breck V was Bre- she, she obviously looked younger Than the rest of them
0: I'm gonna say Breck was 11 years old <laughs> When this movie was made No 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 She
1: had a baby face that you can't really grow it out of I'm saying she's a sleeper And she is 24
3: mm. She was 16 She actually was around the right age
0: What is going on You guys are 0
3: for 2 And lastly Tiara who played Caitlin
0: Caitlin was 20 26 year old woman Caitlin was like a 35-year-old who aged. <laughs> what do you mean?
3: She was 20. Hey, she was 20. How old was the mom? I didn't I didn't deep deep dive no. into the mom that had two scenes, sorry. I don't know. The mom and
1: Davis had a lot of sexual tension. I don't know if it was just <laughs> some me sexual who felt
3: chemistry it. the mom and her son.
1: Yeah, this this look that she's given her like Mm, Davis.
3: Mm. I know you're Was 19.
0: Little Stacy's mom vibes.
3: Yeah, <laughs> so Stacy's mom Some vibes. Ray Hart's mom. Rip rip. Fountains of Wayne.
0: Yeah. COVID victim. COVID, COVID victim. Pour one
3: out. Pour one out for the homies. Pour one summer honey out for your homies.
0: Fountains of Wayne.
3: Yeah, so they all were actually somewhat resembled their age of the characters they played. Good for Nickelodeon. Go
1: them. They're Go not- Rayhart. Also, they really chose the oldest-looking people they could have. Oh, owned.
0: they always do. The romantic lead—it's still kind of creepy being three years apart. I mean, there were some seniors in my high school who dated some freshmen. And you, know, you were a
3: little weirded out by it. Yeah, a little bit. Um, my last cat's fact.
0: Well, I
1: mean, people coming into freshmen were uh, 14 years old, right? Yeah, 14 yeah, and 18, so
3: four years apart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My last cat's fact. Cats facts is probably my best one and is pulled straight from imdb and breck bassinger who played v used a stunt double for the kiss scene because she wanted her first kiss to be as breck and not as a character
1: wow real <laughs> commitment to the character breck that's just such that's
3: such pussy bullshit breck <laughs> It was such a short kiss too
1: Get over it Breck You, I bet your first kiss was with some ugly guy That you don't want to think about now When it could have been with a Ray Hart, Ray Hart.
0: I mean, th- This is the reason why you're starring a Nickelodeon movie He it's has like, Hart he no in commitment. his name You have a no kiss clause in your contract So you can kiss your first boy authentically
3: I, don't, I think that she just didn't want Her first kiss to be while she was tied up That sounds wrong <laughs> We'll get to it tied up in a different way yeah yeah, yeah.
1: no uh you're right i'm sure <laughs> but also whose first kiss was good like super memorable
3: imagine your first kiss being in a movie in a movie mila kunis is on was on that 70s show with ashton kutcher and now they're married exactly butch or what's her name Brack. <laughs>
1: Brack. <laughs> butch. okay butch. well apparently her first kiss is another girl <laughs>
3: Breck Bassinger Butch Bassinger <laughs> that's, that's, that's a cowboy super her, her, her secretly lesbian lover Butch Bassinger Yeah Butch and Breck And with that, that's my last cats, fact. cats Facts So let's get into the movie No, you Ooh, a little, <laughs> little banter I would like to say That it opens in suburban Seattle In a place called like Forksley
1: Yeah, it was Forksley
3: and Davis, the main character, is moving to this town. Apparently, he moves a lot. And he's the narrator of the story. And why in the world did they make him Australian? I think I think he is Australian, the person. But they just, they thought they were like, did they originally go looking for an Australian actor? Or did they just Only like... Only an Australian would work. Right? Aussie. It is,
0: it is Aussie-centraled.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah they need they needed the aussie actor yeah. to play he they says were, that
0: sarcastically
3: they, the <laughs> they were like we need a 19 year old aussie man named ray hart <laughs> please please come to the customer service station your also, mom is this, looking for you this whole
1: movie we were like is this guy actually australian because his accent sucks and there were times where like he sounded british he sounded british or he just dropped the accent all together and it'd just be Normal and that, American talking
3: uh, I, And that's the thing with the acting is like He's not an accomplished actor by this point so Like He's supposed to be Australian The whole time but playing a guy With an Australian actor You know now, what
1: it was A diversity hire And they're like we're going to play into this
3: A diversity hire is the main Is the lead though
1: it's, Did you see the
3: quality of this movie <laughs> I did see the quality of this movie And I guess I won't refute it what, what is your take on this, Lucas? About the Australian? Yeah.
0: Well, I, I don't necessarily know if Australians even count for diversity. <laughs> <either>. <laughs> yeah. That. I don't see an Australian bloke and think, look, hey, it's a diverse-looking fella. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if Australians are necessarily discriminated <laughs> against in you know, America. I think there might have been a chance that this this writer, Adrian, might have been involved with Ray Hart and wrote the role for him beforehand. That would be my best guess, and that it had to be Australian for that person. It's a good
1: take. I... Uh, I don't... Well, regardless of whatever the hiring process was or the writing process, they played way too hard on the Australian. Because I don't... I, I don't know. I just, You I didn't, didn't need it. Even yeah. after learning that he was actually Australian, we looked it up halfway through the movie, I, his accent still sounds like yeah. shit. Well... Like, like a super force. And thing. with the
3: Australian thing, you go on to learn that he moves a lot. Um, and you get this fun little fact right off the bat that every time he moves... His mom buys him a prized kaleidoscope yep. to remember where they've been from, and he has just this affinity for them, and it's his little collection. Yep, yeah. he loves kaleidoscopes. It's the oddest. The dumbest. <laughs>
0: say it say what it is. It's so stupid. <laughs> but the metaphors... At least stamps you can send an envelope out on here. I mean, what are we do with kaleidoscopes, Rayhart? I just wish his whole wall was just filled with Hot Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> Anything. And, and the
1: thing is, like most of the kaleidoscopes he buys from places are probably all imported from one place. Because how True. many different places? Why, why made... not
3: be it like rocks or something? And then yeah. the metaphor could be like, we're skipping town on this one, but you can skip this rock somewhere else. Or like
1: you're taking a little piece of wherever. We... No, it's kaleidoscopes that were all made in... China or Taiwan and then ships everywhere.
3: Yep. That- um, yeah. It was an odd, a bad choice, as Lucas said. Not odd. Dumb. Um, and so he's unpacking his van all by himself. Where is his mom? <laughs> he's a child. <laughs> um, and out of nowhere, there's a fight scene with four ninjas. Yep. Talk about this fight scene, Devin. God damn, I was, this was Transformers level. Nope not at all not at that all
1: sarcastic it was the worst this is the super... cat's
3: mob scene with the flash mobs.
1: yeah with a lower budget
3: yeah just
1: super cheesy uh cheesy lines we won't get into the actual lines because some of my quotes are from this scene
3: most of your quotes are from this <laughs> fight yeah, scene they
1: were very bad but uh, he has this really cheesy fight scene and he he through this fight scene is having a monologue about his life. And then you learn that this fight scene is all in his imagination. No! I thought he could take on real ninjas. And then he fucking beheads
0: the last ninja, or as Lucas said, circumcises him. <laughs> he circumcises the ninja. Which is also odd, because the last ninja, Rezon, is like, our rival is white, but the other ninjas were Asian. Or Asian, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just get this random white white ninja. The head ninja. Yeah. Even though it's his dream, so he could technically make him Asian if he wanted to. Yeah. yeah.
3: Razon. It was a diversity (laughs) higher. Raison was a diversity hire. The white guy. Um, Yeah, it's all imaginary. And the whole time he's... Like Devin said, it's like a monologue. And he knows he's lame. But then he gets even more lame. Because V, his neighbor, basically watched the whole thing. And I wanted to know something about that. Is that she she talks about Raison when she's talking to him about the fight. Which means... During this imaginary fight, he was yelling the whole time. <laughs> this was not a mo- inner monologue. He was yelling the whole. I'm fucking lame. Raise on yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me kill you.
1: This <laughs> is like if a, you saw a third grader out in the back doing it. You're like, yeah. oh, look at them playing imaginary ninjas. If you saw a grown ass seventeen, I mean not grown ass, but a seventeen, He's pretty grown ass, yeah, grown ass seventeen <laughs> year old out there screaming raise on and swinging a rake, I'd be like. Early-onset
0: schizophrenia? Yeah, for or, sure. Or, or acid? Or, like, can we find a locker to stuff this kid into? Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. This is, like, LARP, but even more lame.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, LARP without any other LARPers. Yeah. Know? Friends. Sol- yeah. Solo yeah, LARP. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever tried to solo LARP? Yeah. Every night. 11 p.m.
3: <laughs> Where are you at? I'll hit you up. <laughs> yeah. Wait, it can't be solo, then. You would yeah. not be solo no. LARPing anymore. Um, yeah, so... Um, After she kind of calls him out on it, he immediately tries to ask her out. (laughs) He's just like, she's like, so you wanna? And she's like, no, I don't, I don't date boys who make-believe. That shit wasn't make-believe, dude. He was dropping tabs. (laughs) I swear to God, he was
1: dropping tabs or he needs to be checked into a mental institute.
0: But this is one of the, one of the instances that Brandon was talking about earlier where the the writer sort of really (laughs) ham-fistedly points out what's going to happen later on the plot where she says, I don't. I don't date boys who make believe and they really emphasize that. And, and like, oh, okay. in
3: this scene, she is reading, she's sitting on a porch swing, reading twilight saga's eclipse too. So there's, there's
1: really a lot of ea- subtlety ea- here. little
3: Easter egg. Yeah. Um, so then next, um, his mom, he, you kind of meet his mom and they're in the car ready to go to school. And she says he needs to make new friends in his new town. And as they drive up to his school, it looks like fucking Buckingham Palace.
1: Yeah, he goes He goes to school in Dracula's Manor. <laughs> it's Hogwarts. Yeah.
3: They have
0: archery towers on top <laughs> yeah. of the school in downtown Seattle. What are those In a moat
1: <laughs> and like medieval castles, they have little windows stuck out from the build- building where people like take a shit. And then the shit drops into like little they called cesspools. What? Yeah, <laughs> they it had that
3: a window shitter. <laughs> yeah, they and they, they had they specifically on this school. All right, history had, lesson had a yeah. shit window.
1: Yeah, yeah. So after the Dark Ages, or like during the Dark Ages, <laughs> after Rome fell, they had the Rome had the aqueducts and everything for shit, and then every, like they had pretty sophisticated sewage systems. But then yeah. the Dark Ages hit. They're like, we don't have that shit anymore. Or we do have that shit. We have the shit. But, where do, where we, do put we put it? The shit? Yeah. So during the big like shit during the big shit, all <laughs> these big rich castle owners or landowners would build these castles and then just have windows like stuck out a few feet and then they'd shit and it just falls straight down into pools and then cess workers would go into the cesspools and put it into sex wagons. sex workers. Sex um, workers would go and give the shit <laughs> a blowjob.
3: God damn. And you noticed that in this film and didn't point it out when we oh, first saw I'm it? I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> you're like,
3: Those are the shit windows. I would have loved to hear that. Well, you
1: I'm
0: sure you love it right now because this is a very genuine reaction. It is a very genuine Look at reaction. me looking.
3: Forward so smart. The future. So smart.
0: Uh-huh. That'd probably be a pretty pretty pleasant experience, honestly. Mm-hmm. Shooting out a window and just the natural up breeze, up breeze on like, your butt. Out of like three stories, yeah. Yeah.
1: And then you listen on a real quiet day and see if you can hear your shit hit the cesspool. Shit hit the fan. Shit hit the fan.
0: Hear, hear who it hits.
1: <laughs> yeah. Poor, poor you surf. just wait until the, the guys shift where he's shoveling the, the food. The FedEx workers.
3: <laughs> the FedEx workers are in charge of cleaning up the cesspools as well? No, they're just walking
0: by doing their delivery. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> they, the, it for. They, they sign their contract and they're like, oh yeah, by the way, you have to clean up the cesspools at the school too. <laughs> Um, So yeah um, In this car car I digress In in this car ride you also learn that he's got a lot of food allergies Never really expanded on From that Um, Well later in the film it is But not
1: As Lucas said they're ham fistedly setting up the plot
3: They are but they don't They don't need for any reason to say that he has a plethora of food allergies. They could just say he has an allergy to garlic and not every food known to humankind except for carrots and hummus. But that wouldn't be ham-fisted, would it?
0: No. Even though there is garlic and hummus. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like hummus?
1: Uh i don't know dude hummus and avocado like when you grind things up into
3: a paste you are a texture person i'm a very texture based person. see i love like guacamole but i do not like hummus lucas huge, i know huge hummus fan i emailed sabra hummus back when i was in
0: high school saying i love their product so much that they sent me free hummus
1: <laughs> how much free hummus are we talking
0: like like a couple weeks supply god weeks <laughs> week supply for me yeah
3: a week supply for you is how much hummus, though? A uh, couple, it, it, couple it, quarts. couple Jesus quarts of hummus. <laughs> <laughs> couple quarts of hummus. Do you eat
0: hummus <laughs> half, with half anything? Or? Oh, yeah. You get Cheez-Its. You get tortillas. It's, it's an all-encompassing.
3: Well, I can never remember. What is your favorite thing with hummus? Yeah, it's, it's
0: Cheez-Its. It's, it's Cheez-Its wrapped in tortillas, dipped in the hummus, and just wrecks my colon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's the most college food I've ever heard. Of. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, so yeah, you you learn that he's got a lot of food allergies, and then his mom also is like, "Don't forget your lucky first day of school sweater." And this sweater is fugly. Mm-hmm. You learn that his grandma knitted it, who is blind, and yeah, he's got to put on this sweater for the first day of school, and so he's got to wear this sweater. But I'm trying to describe. It's yellow. And it's got some yeah, black like a, and gray zigzag. It's like a mustard yellow though. And it's eight layers of wool. Now I know this grandmother is blind, but she had to have felt how fucking thick this sort of and it's a first day of school sweater. So mid like late, late August in this castle, probably with no air conditioning. It has shit windows. There's no <laughs> way it's got air conditioning. And he's wearing eight layers of wool. Over his shirt. Over his bad actor makeup. This man is hot. <laughs> literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. And uh, as Lucas said, it was proportioned very weirdly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the The arm lengths were a little too long. They, they kind of covered his knuckles, but the waist was kind of up by his, his, a crop his sternum. Yeah. <laughs> the
3: crop top wool sweater. It was, it was the proportions of an orangutan. <laughs> and the... It was also it's a crop top but turtleneck combo. But the wow. turtleneck goes up to like lower lip. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. And okay. So as a mother, I understand like I want you You're to You're a wear... mother? Well, no, I'm I'm in the mother's shoes right now. I want oh, okay. I want my son.
3: I want my son I
1: want my son to wear my fucking blind mama's <laughs> goddamn sweater. Uh <laughs> but that shit dude she's blind already she
3: she won't know that shit is equivalent to the cesspool
1: exactly that
3: belongs in the cesspool throw that out the window shitter so uh, he wears it and he's sitting in the principal's office like ready to get his schedule and he's watching the school news broadcast and it's by the most popular girl in school caitlin caitlin crisp caitlin crisp who is apparently not the head cheerleader in every popular tween show, the most popular girl is the head cheerleader. But no, she's the person that does the morning announcements and has like a... She's the journalism girl. Yeah, she's the webcast. Oh, how did she become the most popular girl? Because she's also, Caitlin Chris. My question is, she has almost 9,000 followers on this but How many kids are in this school and how is she recruiting downtown Seattleians <laughs> to watch her school news? Seattleites. Seattleites. Yeah, Satellites. I, this
0: is Buckingham Palace, dude. <laughs> it, this is crazy. I think it has to almost be exclusively like Seattle area pervers who are <laughs> who are listening to this high school girl give announcements on the daily because she has way too much way too much follower way too many followers and way too much production value for her little high school blog. Yeah, she's got a sugar daddy for sure. She has a
3: sugar she this is OnlyFans before OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is But Caitlin Crisp. We are begging you to represent our podcast yeah. and get our name out there. Please, Caitlin <laughs> please for the love of God. <laughs> we've got our We've got Nazis now give us perverts. I guess <laughs> <laughs> the the most unwanted following, but I guess we'll get what we'll we can take. take. It. <laughs> um so yeah, and he watches the school news board and you can already tell he's in love with her. Um, not in love. He's infatuated by her.
0: He's definitely the type of kid who just falls in love with every girl he bumps into. And just ask for, ask for hugs from girls in the hallway. Yeah, can, can I have a hug? Where's my hug? <laughs> yeah,
3: this was like... He's too hot to be a who weirdo. Who was the though. writer?
0: Who was the writer? Adrian, Adrian Vina. Vina.
1: All right, are we coming to some conclusions right now? <laughs> is it just me or are we coming to... Is
3: this, this, man, is is this, man <laughs> this is very anecdotal. this man externalizing? This is very anecdotal. Okay. Um, and there's a scene where she's like sitting in science class after that. And she says things are missing in her life because everyone looks to her to make their life fulfilling and that she's too popular and she wants something new and exciting and dangerous. But meanwhile, Davis is in the hall trying to get this fucking sweater (laughs) with eight layers of wool and a turtleneck off for at least six minutes when he's already late to class. Yeah. His priorities are all wrong.
1: Yeah. And there's okay. The tone. I feel like tone in movies is pretty important. Oh yeah. Um,
3: there was none
1: or was,
3: or as uh, uh, in this scene or the movie in general. No,
1: in this scene, I guess ultimately there were too many because there was this guy Davis trying to take this sweater off, pull it over his head and like banging into lockers, which was funny or was supposed to be funny. <laughs> it was funny. supposed to be funny. I laughed cuz I I enjoy lowbrow humor. <laughs> I laugh at And because you had a couple beers. In. And because I have a couple beers, and I also laugh at the same things eight-year-olds laugh at. And I will not be ashamed of it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's like, you know, he's doing this funny scene... But also, there's a thunderstorm outside, which is like making the lights flicker. And
3: there's like this scary
1: music playing. I'm wondering
3: if him thumping into the 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 lockers was supposed to be like a metaphor for the thunder too, like as like his superpowers. It could have. I I didn't think about it until you're just now. Giving and
1: this I, film a lot more
3: credit. Than and it deserves. I am I am a genius now, as <laughs> I am connecting the dots. <laughs> wow, I am a mastermind. Oh, sure. <laughs> Go ahead. Continue.
1: Well, all, was, all I'm saying is during this scene, there's like they're trying to be funny and they're trying to be ominous and they're trying to like set the
0: mood and the setting all at the
1: same time. It's just it doesn't work.
0: No, it doesn't work. Yeah, you can't undercut the serious. Like here's the the conflict of the movie is being presented, but like also he's smashed his head into the locker. <laughs> yeah. He's clearly concussed. Banana
3: peels. <laughs> Concussion is not funny people. No,
1: not at all. Um
3: and so yeah there's this giant lightning storm going on and he, as he enters the room looking like Frankenstein's monster trying to pull this this goddamn sweater off his hair's like stuck straight up. How much product does he have in his hair to make it stand straight up?
1: Nothing. Just static electricity from blind nana's sweater. And the
3: lightning. Oh, what is that it that's another connect that's connect this is a genius movie (laughs) shit this scene had at least four subliminal messages connecting the weather to davis and the teacher was a kaleidoscope (laughs) (laughs) it's it's all tied together and they were all liars (laughs) but he comes in and as he walks in the power goes out adding to the mystery of really who he is this dramatic entrance and no one talks about it either no, they're just like, oh, yeah, that guy, the new... The, we can't the... see him because the power's
1: out, and there's this huge storm going out. Going and there's, on,
3: but... there's with the camera angle being a low shot, there's this eight-foot man with also two feet of hair <laughs> standing in the doorway. <laughs> yeah. This, go- to... this goliath here. He has to
0: walk in on all fours. And at this point in the movie, as Devin said earlier, this is the point where he said, "Oh, this is clear what this is now." I, I realize <laughs> you, the liar, you, liar
3: vampire. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I realize what suckers is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but kind of that's just it. He's just like in the room and he sits next to Caitlin Crisp, and they don't really say much. But you kind of tell that she's interested in him because he's he's different, new, and supposedly dangerous. And the next scene is them in the hallway. And she's kind of like checking him out in her locker mirror. I'm surprised there wasn't like a Team Jacob or Team Edward poster in her mirror, honestly. Yeah. But she's checking him out in her locker mirror. But as, because he's right behind her and she talked to him. But as she looks in the mirror, he ducks down to tie his shoe. And she's like, oh my God, where'd he go? And then she turns around and he stands back up because he's done tying his shoe in four seconds. And she's like, oh, well, that was weird. So then she turns back around. Oh god, his other shoe is untied. Golly. He didn't notice that the first time without taking any steps 8 <laughs> seconds ago. So he ducks down to tie his shoe again and she looks in her mirror and lo and behold, he's gone. But when she turns back around, he once again magically tied his shoe in under 2 Mississippi.
1: He's he's good at tying a shoe. I see no problem here. And I see no I see no misplaced plot devices.
3: <laughs> so there's our next vampire thing.
1: Yeah, the hair of the uh, you can't see him in mirrors and Yeah it's like the, the plot of the movie Is becoming pretty obvious now That like there's no actual well,
3: and they This is where they really fist you I'm going to say fist you <laughs> With these ideas Whereas right off the bat the hair kind of thunder thing Then it was the mirror thing Then literally the next scene as he's walking down the hall Some teacher just litters in the hallway And tosses his banana peel on the floor Oh yeah Do you <laughs> want to talk about the, oh, yeah.
0: um, the little the first teacher, he's he's the only black character in the film, as far as I can tell. Uh,
3: the- no, there was one football player.
0: Oh, yeah. It was, it was one of two black players. Not players. 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 <laughs> black, black players. Who also,
1: the other, the black football player also played, like, the dumb football player. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then the, the teacher, the opening shot of him was just holding this banana, which I, I initially took as racist, but I guess it... <laughs> They played off for the banana peel gag in this hallway.
1: Um, well, also, it was the first scene of him eating a banana, and then he apparently <laughs> finished that banana, and ate another banana <laughs> and, and then tossed it in and the hallway. He deep throated <laughs> the
0: second
3: banana. So his, yeah, so as his
1: an, entire use as a character was to eat banana. Yeah,
3: and,
0: and <laughs> honestly, Lucas is very right. Cycles back, he was racist. You're yeah, he's right. very <laughs> Now that racist. we think about it,
3: yes. Even with the advancement of the vampire thing, it was very racist. <laughs> it was, and yeah. so he litters in this hallway and an just edu- tosses this banana peel. Uh, an educator, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he tosses his banana peel and. Davis slips on the banana peel like a classic comedy, but he doesn't fall, and somehow ice skates a hundred meters in twice the speed of Usain Bolt from a walking speed to the other end of the hallway. And literally, like, Mar- if you not played Mario Kart, <laughs> checks out for me. In literally like four point three six seven seconds, he goes from one end of the hallway to the other end, which in Buckingham Palace has got. In this hallway's got to at least be a hundred meters, and she sees him down there and is amazed at his speed. Is, is vampires with insane running speed a common stereotype? Th- that's what I was wondering too. I don't think so, or teleportation
0: maybe, but I don't never ran into that in all of my vampire studies either. Well, you I haven't clearly—you
3: like a... st- clearly haven't studied enough, as Baron von Awesome.
1: <laughs> it's like uh, like
0: they're superhuman, right? So, so they have Are like they? superhuman strength. And I thought they're just like undead i don't know but i I guess that that's pretty superhuman i guess in itself we also gotta like
1: uh put into consideration this is the logic of a junior Uh high girl who's the head of her journalism class
3: high school girl jesus Devin. i'm sorry (laughs) um so then next they fist you again And all the popular girls have kind of caught on to him being a vampire because Caitlin's kind of spreading it. And she's like, oh my god, you should offer him his pizza. Look at how cute he is spitting out his carrots and hummus. (laughs) And she's like, does that pizza have garlic on it? And they're like yes it does <laughs> so she goes See, to give him his pizza a high school garlic.
0: a high school pizza with
3: garlic on it this is well i guess this
0: is buckingham palace yeah this is yeah some bougie shit <laughs> yeah.
3: and they go to give him the pizza and he says he's allergic to garlic but he's and she's like oh you're allergic to garlic huh he's like i'm also allergic to cheese and tomatoes and yee <laughs> and he just keeps going on and on and on and she's like oh well you should eat this anyway and he, like, pretends to take a bite and fall. Slapstick comedy falls off of his chair. And then everyone laughs
1: at him. <laughs> and you're so sad because they built up this character so well. And you just really connect with him emotionally. Because you also, as a 17-year-old, imagine having samurai fights. In so your- you've <laughs>
3: connected it with him so much. What is Davis' last name, Devin? <laughs>
1: Hemsworth.
3: <laughs> He's the third <laughs> Hemsworth brother. Yeah. What is his last name? I think it's Pell, right? It is Davis Pell.
1: Oh, yeah, because I was going to make a joke about the Pell Grant.
3: Come on, now. Golly. Wait, what is your joke? Now say it, anyway. I was going to say Davis Pell,
1: the the, Davis Pell Grant. Found, the founder of the Pell Grant. <laughs> that was it? But to make up for it, do you want another poop, poop fact?
3: Yes, please give me a shit fact.
1: All right, so... Uh, during the Dark Ages, again, there was someone called the Steward of the Stool or something. (laughs) And and he carried the... This was a bit after the shit toilets. He would carry a box with a hole in the middle for the king to sit and shit in. And then he'd also wipe the king. And he had a lot of influence in the king's court because of how close he was to the king. Why do you know this? Is this still
3: in the same documentary?
1: Yeah... I just know a lot about poop. I would poop a lot. I need to know about the
3: history of what's coming out <laughs> of my butt. Okay.
1: Steward of the stool.
2: Okay.
3: It's um, a good band name. The steward of the stool. <laughs> it would be a good band name. Um, so after he kind of falls off of his chair, he goes into the hallway to like run away. He's like, all right, bye guys. And all the popular girls football, football boyfriends kind of go into the hall and they're, they're kind of like the rest of the guys, you know, the dudes and they start bullying him. And wrap him in this glitter poster that was hanging on the wall. This was the cheesiest for, scene for the dance. In the whole this movie. is another fisting moment, and he's struggling to get out of the poster. And as every person from the cafeteria, I don't know why they're coming out of the cafe. Like, did they hear something? Like, literally every no, no, person. No, no.
1: It was because Caitlin came back from feeding him pizza, right? And then she was like, in the hall. Yeah, in the hall, and she saw that her boyfriend wasn't there. Bo.
3: Oh, no. Bon Bond. Bon Bon Even
1: worse. I'm so sorry. Bond wasn't there. And she's like, oh, he's not in his chair. There's only one possible place he could be. <laughs> the and hallway. The hallway bullying the new kid.
3: <laughs> and they go out there. And as they come out, right before, he rips out of the poster and out of his shirt somehow. Yeah. And he's into... This one speck of sunlight, and he starts sparkling because of all the glitter on the poster, and he is fucking
1: jacked. He's fucking goddamn (laughs) Chris Pratt
3: post-Guardians of the Galaxy. No, during Guardians of the Galaxy and Jurassic World. Post-Parks and Rec. Post-Parks and Rec. Yeah. Like when Kumail Nanjiani got
0: swole. This kid was ripped to the bone. Yeah, he let himself get... Get he he had some...
3: those those cum gutter obliques, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't say cum gutter about
1: a nineteen year old <laughs> man. But uh <laughs> Uh yeah, it was very ham fist. He they ham fisted you.
3: Yeah. Ham fisted?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say they fisted us with the plot. They ham fisted mm-hmm.
3: us. Ham? Like honey roasted ham? You know what happens after you eat ham? Shit,
1: you bitch. Thomas Crap, the inventor oh, of the toilet. Oh, God. But also, Crap preceded... The term Crap used as poop preceded him. So, he was just very unfortunately named. Uh, Thomas Crap invented the toilet. That's, there's
3: no way. Thomas Crap, heard
1: that before. Thomas crap heard invented that before. the toilet, but there was a problem with it. The <laughs> tube leading to the sewage system was straight, so it reeked of sewage. In whatever the room, the <laughs> toilet was. So another so, engineer invented the S-curve. And there was always water in the S-curve, which prevented any uh, scent from coming up the toilet. Any leakage. Any leakage. Good. Great.
3: Thomas Crap. So after he's jacked... Thomas Pooper. Tom Pooper. <laughs> Tom Pooper. Um, now that after he's ripped out of his the thing, Caitlin confronts him in the middle of a wooded glen... <laughs> That's covered in heavy fog. About him being, she very blatantly is like, "Let's be honest." And immediately is like, "You're fucking weird. You're a dork. You're a vampire." <laughs> and he admits to it the whole time with just, "Yeah, sure, what? Sure, that's it." Mm-hmm. Very non-convincing that he's a vampire.
1: Yeah this this whole movie, like the the way that that the plot is introduced to you is like. They're trying to put the entire plot of Game of Thrones in one epis in like one episode. They're trying to fist you Game of Thrones. They're trying to fist you Game of Thrones, and it's just it's very sloppy. Yeah, sloppy toppy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vince, <laughs> A- <laughs> Vince Nanny. Adrian Vina? Adrian Vina.
3: Vince Nanny.
1: I f- thought for sure I got the first name right. <laughs> Remember Adrian, Adrian Brody. Oh, yeah, Adrian Vina gave you the sloppy toppy with this plot. Okay.
3: Um, and so she, like, confronts him in here, and he says, sure. She's like, we're going to make you so cool. So the next day they walk into school together arm in arm, and he's the fucking shit. He's definitely behind Caitlyn, the coolest kid. Which is weird because
0: she was dating Bond, like, 16 hours ago. <laughs> and then- she, she never confronts him about it either. No, and... They just walk in and she goes, oh, hey, but hey, Bon. And Vaughn's like, what the fuck, motherfucker? Yeah, yeah, exactly those words in the Nickelodeon movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs>
3: what the fuck, motherfucker? <laughs> um, and immediately the neighbor girl, V, she's like, you need to step up your game. So now we've got like this kind of classic like tween time lapse montage of him like sitting on his bed and like trying on outfits and like researching vampires and all that shit and it was so unnecessary. You know what it reminded me of, like when treatment. Yeah. What <laughs> treatment is a home movie I made with my cousins and my brother when I was thirteen, and it was about. Um, an army veteran who had PTSD because he led his whole squadron into an ambush in Vietnam. And that's he, a movie. Th- that's what – I I made this movie, Devin. <laughs> no, and no, no. That's he, like an actual movie. He, he let his – no. You, <laughs> the treatment is not in the movie. But so the, the lieutenant – the privates try and get him to – kind of cope with his PTSD and take him to a psychiatrist and there his way of coping with the mechanism is he used to have great games of Yahtzee with the boys so (laughs) then he plays Yahtzee the like handheld video game and there's a time-lapse scene with a clock ticking behind it of Sergeant Dewey laying on a bed playing Yahtzee in different positions I made this movie it's called Treatment (laughs) What just happened Lucas has seen this
0: film I have seen this film Is this film better than Liar liar vampire it it might be they, they're they're pretty comparable What's your budget for treatment <laughs> it was only like two and two and a half million
3: <laughs> <laughs> however much it cost my cousin to buy the camera and that was it. and some ketchup for special effects some ketchup.
1: I don't even remember what we were talking. I was so enthralled with your plot of treatment.
3: We were talking about, about the montage. The montage the time montage.
1: Oh, I was gonna say it reminded me of in horror movies when things when shit starts moving and they don't believe in ghosts and then that's a sp- bowel
3: movement when shit starts moving. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, while well, we're talking about bowel movements, <laughs> did you know that in ancient Rome they actually had uh communal poop huts where they would all sit and talk about their day and just take a poop and all that poop would be whisked away into that their actually makes sense. sewage. But this was before the aqueduct so it all was channels in the street so you'd have to step over the poop channels when you're walking o- walking to your local bakery. Um,
0: cool. Sounds like Bozeman. Bo- oh! <laughs> Isn't Bozeman one of Boosman. the nicer towns?
3: Oh, I, I, I was trying to Poozman. Bowelsman. <laughs> bowelsman <laughs> I don't know.
1: Uh, but it reminds me of like those horror movies when you know when they look up the uh like like what's a, like the...
3: like in the ring where they're like what's causing all this and that's like the history yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I it totally... and in the of grudge and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Um and during this whole montage, V, his neighbor, texts him to like help him out with it because he's doing poorly. How does she know that he's doing poorly? And how the fuck did she get his phone number?
0: Yeah, she flat out denied him earlier in the film. She shut him down. Yeah, and then didn't talk to him in any the, the other parts of the film. and all, Except
3: saying that he needs to step up his oh, game. That's right. But that's she it. was
1: also the first one to text him, because if
0: you saw the text thread, there were no previous texts. Yeah. So it was the first text but sent. But then New
3: phone, who dis? New phone, who dis?
0: <laughs> her contact was already as V in the phone as well. So he had her number as what well before. After getting rejected by her.
3: We need less time montage and more number exchange. More logistical. Theme. Yeah. yeah. Um, so now You're it's like. You're saying that Vince Nani. Oh, God damn it. That,
1: that Adrian Harper. Vanny. Adrian Vanny. Vina. Adrian Vina. Was not the the nuanced uh, doctorate of literature that we thought he was? No. Oh, shoot.
3: Hard pass. Dang. Sorry, Adrian, once again. Um, I think you meant Vince. No, (laughs) I didn't. I actually (laughs) 2nd guess myself. I was like, oh shit, I messed it up. And I was like, no, you motherfucker. Um, So now it's Vampire Academy time. And it's basically like she tells him to like talk differently, like all suave and stuff and like not care. But she also tells him that he has to wear these like fake vampire teeth all the time and these fake contact lenses that change colors at all Where is she... these but he only does it once. He only wears the he, contacts once. But he does he wear the, the the teeth, all the the fangs yeah. all the time. But she carries these around in her purse, and they're perfectly fitted to his teeth like his mouth and his eye like these are like dentures and like prescription content. Where all is right, she so spending her own money on these yeah, things? Yeah, yeah,
1: so let's go over it. Let's go over it. So <laughs> V somehow got his number and texted him first. V has perfectly fitted dentures and contacts that fit him. And apparently. Dean is the weird one.
3: Davis. Davis is the weird one. <laughs> also, how expensive are consistently changing color contacts? Yeah. She is shelling out for him as just this weird neighbor boy to pretend to be a vampire.
0: Which is also like also not part of like being a vampire, I feel like, right? Like do vampires' eye colors just constantly change? Is that part of their thing? I don't think so. They're just trying to be he's And they don't they, yeah, they don't talk like all cool, but they talk like this. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, no. the whole time he's
3: like I don't understand.
0: Yeah. No. No. Vampires, like the history of vampires is like Nosferatu, like this gross, like pedophilic looking yeah. sort of almost like terrible caricature of a Jew,
3: which is what it was back in the day. That is Nosferatu. true. Nosferatu was like that. Yeah, and
0: who's preyed on like the the peasants that suck their blood and everything into yeah. now this like sexy eye-changing teleporting glimmering and, uh, yeah. shining
3: uh yeah a vampire
1: i feel like that that's probably what happened to a lot of mythological creatures throughout history like they the just Loch became Ness-
3: over sexualized not over sexualized <laughs> I, like- <laughs> I was about to say nessie the locked as well Loch like- <laughs> is super fucking sexy <laughs> now huge <laughs> pair of <tips> on- <laughs> <laughs> There's that one picture of her sticking her head out, but the only reason that it's just her head is because her tits are <laughs> keeping her buoyant that are submerged. With
1: me. But you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, a lot of these, like...
3: Twilight really reinforced sexy vampires and werewolves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every monster movie that was originally, like, literally, like, Nosferatu, Frankenstein, like, the original, like, werewolf, the blue look, all these monsters were creepy and gross and like lucas said, fed on peasants and whatnot mm. well and i guess frankenstein something monster to fear dinner.
1: because i think i think the origins of these stories were from peasants yeah. well yeah it's like people from, were dying in unexplainable ways at the time so yeah, they like slavic, attributed it. yeah
0: slavic peasants who are trying to like just deal with their shit and people are dying they're like oh that's not like smallpox or whatever that's a vampire and then 250 years later they this this popular girl
3: just is so desperate to fuck a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> um, so meanwhile the football players are pissed because Caitlin wants to fuck a vampire and one of them is like well I've got this uncle who hunts vampires and his name is Baron von Awesome. He's a vampire expert, he's clearly Abraham Lincoln vampire slayer and they go to Which meet- fantastic film by the way? interjection there. Yeah, like, we clearly won't review that on this podcast no, no, no. at all.
1: I mean, I,
2: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. but, go watch right now.
3: Um, So, you get to meet Baron Von Awesome, and he says, like, he's a vampire expert because he's seen Van Helsing 47 times even though he hates it, and he's played all the versions of Castlevania, and he even has nine yellow belts in karate. When you add those nine <laughs> yellow belts up, it makes an accumulative three black belts. Third degree black belts. Third degree black belt. <laughs> I don't think that's how karate works. That was a pretty funny moment, though. It was pretty funny, but I don't think the the deep ritualistic history of kung fu, <laughs> nine yellow belts, makes you a third-degree <laughs> no. black belt. I don't think are, so. you,
1: are you a karate monk? Do you know about karate? Yes, I am. Because Von Baron... <laughs> no nope. Baron Von There Arsons. you go.
3: <laughs> you messed up the easiest name of them all, Von Baron. Um, so, yeah, their plan is to kill davis and their initial plan is to murder him in cold daylight in the middle of a classroom with apparently caspian mountain water he's got a whole like literally like one of the water jugs water cooler jugs of caspian mountain water that will apparently melt or turn him into smoke or something and he's just gonna pour it on him in the middle of the classroom in cold daylight, and murder this teenager. Mm-hmm. So he poses as
0: a as a water delivery water man. delivery man into a classroom that doesn't have a water cooler. <laughs> and then walks over and dumps the entirety of the of the super holy Caspian water onto what he thinks is Davis Davis Rayhart. But of course, it's not.
3: And the teacher's so nonchalant about this too. Yeah. He's like, I guess we're gonna need a mop.
1: <laughs> and also, he was. He was sus this whole time. He walked in. And the teacher? Like, no, no, no. The Baron von Osmet. Oh, I was gonna he say the teacher in. was
3: high for sure.
1: He walks in and he's like, "I got a water delivery for this class," and he's standing like, like this, like Rambo like, holding a yeah, bazooka. Like, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's like, the teacher informs him that <laughs> this is not the class. Maybe <laughs> you're looking for the teacher. This class. is
3: this is just an English and classroom, man. Baron
1: von Osmet. You know he says he says, Are you sure? Because maybe I was looking for this class and in today's age this screamed School school Shooter. shooter. School shooter vibe. And the teacher the teacher sat down, you know, he was so chill. So pulled out a cigar.
3: (laughs) He's like, Are you done yet? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so that was his first attempt and it clearly goes wrong and
0: he just kind of books it out of there. Although I do appreciate that Baron Von Awesome really was the only character who was, who was thinking like, I think if there was like an undead kid, like I knew that this kid was like an undead vampire in my, in my region, I wouldn't be trying to fuck him. I would be trying to kill him. <laughs> so I think Baron Von Awesome had a little bit of sense in that.
3: Although I would, I, I maybe I'm. No, you know what? no you're right I was gonna say maybe I would wait for some proof for him to kill some people first but <laughs> I'm gonna wait till some people die before taking act
1: Well no because your your first conclusion would be that this guy's that this junior high school kid sorry is a vampire. high school junior yes. kid yeah. is a vampire and not that he's just playing some tricks on high schoolers.
3: Well here's my only qualm with that is that his first attempt to kill the vampire was literally just pouring water on him which is totally harmless in the long run. Yeah. If that is his first attempt to kill him, he's not doing any harm and doing something for the greater good. Now, if he went up to this kid in the middle of the class and stabbed him through the heart with a wooden <laughs> stake and he was not a vampire, I would have much bigger priorities in this thing. I, because he already he does way more sus shit in this movie.
1: Uh, yeah, no, we'll get to that, but he does escalate his his tactics of killing a vampire, but I guess you're right. If it's just pouring water on a kid, I could play it off as a joke, but I don't know The my first response as a vampire hunter would be like, this kid's a dumbass. So
3: you're going to wait for the vampire to kill some local people before. No, no, I'm not. I'm going
0: to, I'm going to (laughs) say he's going to rule out vampires entirely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to rule out, I'm going to rule out like in the conjuring, how like they're like, yeah, most hauntings are just, the wind you know <laughs> exactly yeah like and the police aren't that's vampire isn't on their or like doctor house isn't thinking vampirism vampirism <laughs> is one of the possible diagnoses yeah. he's like it's
3: either heart failure he's either vampire. heart failure kidney failure or vampire it's one of the three <laughs> we need Derek shepherd in here now <laughs> um <laughs> okay so after that skedaddle it's the night of the big dance and the sweetheart dance. The sweetheart dance. Thank you. Get how could shit. I forget? Get your shit straight. Yeah. Uh, Vince not Na- Vince Nani. <laughs> <Vince. laughs> yeah, who clearly was never had been to a dance in his life. <laughs> because and, it's called the sweetheart dance. And the neighbor is in his room asking all about kaleidoscopes. And she turns out to like kaleidoscopes too, apparently. And they kind of share this sentimental moment. But then she's like, you're going to have to dance with Caitlin," And he's like, well, I don't know how. So... She obviously teaches him how to slow dance and it's so romantic and blah, blah, blah. Uh, we
1: all actually vomited in sync during this scene. <laughs> it was more romantic us vomiting in sync than them. <laughs> Into, a <laughs> Into a cesspool. Into a cesspool. Talking pool. about cesspool, <laughs> did you know that the knowledge that... <laughs> Species cause disease preceded the germ theory by thousands of years. The first known civilizations knew that poop caused diseases.
3: Plants percentages precede panic. Yeah. Poop precedes polio. There we go. Perfect. They totally (laughs) checked out. Um, And so they have this kind of romantic dance. And he walks out of... He's like they're like, okay oh, Kaylin's here, honey, your girlfriend's here. He walks out of the house, literally with V next. Another arm, arm girl, Armin, arm <laughs> with another girl in front of his new girlfriend, and then invites her to the dance as well. Yeah. The most popular girl in school. How nonchalant is she about this? She's you know, polyamory. This what is this, twenty
0: fifteen? <laughs> yeah. Well, and then ever since the, the school announcement, uh, Davis has been obsessed with getting with Caitlyn. And then only to, as he's going to the dance with Caitlyn, spontaneously invite
3: his neighbor V along as well. It's- Aside from the moment when he tried to ask her out. Yeah. But, yeah, he's like, y- you know what? You should come with. I should I should double date with you, too. Yeah, <laughs> She'd yeah. totally Caitlyn would be down for this. You know this. How, how are you feeling about a goodbye kiss? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin would be down for this. She turned down Bon Bon for me. And but she turns him down, even though she's secretly, but not so secretly, in love with him at this point. Mm-hmm. And so they're at the dance, but oh man, V shows up stag. She does. In a purple dress. And she is pissed. Purple is the color of horny
0: and oh, and yeah.
3: royalty. And she's But more importantly, horny. Yeah. And she shows up in a purple dress, and she's just sad. She's looking for Davis, obviously. And as she gets there, the announcer's like, the winning couple of the sweetheart dance is Davis and Uh Caitlyn. And she's so upset that they won winning couple. Not that, like, they didn't kiss or anything, just that they won winning couple.
0: And I I wrote this down, too, that... Right before that, she had like this hopeful smile. like She had a a thought that she had a chance for her and Davis to win Sweetheart of the Year, even though she was actively (laughs) setting Davis up with Caitlin. And she was
3: explicitly not going to the dance. Yet people were going to vote for her and Davis (laughs) as the
1: couple. This is the most Bachelor shit I've ever seen in my life. I'm watching a Nickelodeon movie. (laughs) Have you seen The Bachelor? Who won the rose?
3: Uh, Have you been tuning in to Katie's season of The Bachelorette? I've never seen The Bachelor. Have you seen The Bachelorette?
1: I know it's about. Nope. What did you you
3: think of Carl? What did you think of Thomas? I loved them. No, they're terrible. Yeah,
1: I loved them so much. I wanted them to leave
3: and find (laughs) other partners. He loves to hate them. You love to hate them. That was the easy way out, but you (laughs) took a very convoluted way. Um, So they get their, the winning couple gets their sweetheart winners dance like first dance together and like they're slow dancing and they're like nine sec like nine mississippi in and he goes for like a kiss and within this nine seconds they're like let's fucking change the song and so in this scenario when they change the song nine seconds in caitlin's like oh my god i fucking love this song i need to get my girls and what's his idea when she's going to get her girls Is to break out the lamest fucking (laughs) choreographed dance that I've ever seen that apparently everyone already knows, like a flash mob?
1: Yeah, it was like squatting, but doing the robot at the same time. And like
3: brushing, like get
0: that dirt off your shoulders kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was real bad. Like, and But this is coming right off the heels, too, of like the denied kiss, right? Yeah, he's so sad. And he's so sad. And he's like, and so he just like sulkingly gets up into the dancing position and starts sadly boogieing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the sad boogie. But boogie off the sadness. <laughs> and now he's just so happy. And pretty much, the, it's it's a it's a long dance as well. And it was like, like Disney music scene or like Disney. Yeah. It was a high school musical choreographed dance. Yeah. But bad. And for no reason and bad. And for no reason. And after the dance, he wants to break his secret to Caitlin. And he's like, I've got something to tell. She's like, Oh my God, you want to make this official? Perfect. Let's meet at my place Friday night to go over the details do they have a fucking con a prenup to start dating?
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, what her parents must be fucking weird. Like he's not weird? Mr. and Mrs. Chris. Oh yeah, Davis Bell. Did <laughs> I get that right? Davis Pell. Pell.
3: Fuck. I was so close. You were getting I... you're getting there. Writer's name? Adrian
1: yep. v- Vanny. Uh, Vina. Vina.
3: Yep. Yeah, that's we're gonna give it to him. It's not Vince. <laughs> ding ding ding. <laughs> um and during this whole, like, kind of, like, she's like, oh, my God, we should make this official. There's this weird shot of a guy filming Davis on this camera that you've never really openly seen before.
1: Yeah. And he ends up playing, like, a pretty pivotal role. In the he plot. does,
3: but not until 40 minutes of the He was the convenient ex machina when they didn't mm-hmm. have one. Yeah. That was, it? that was profound, Devin. Yeah.
1: No. Yeah. Have it's you no seen big... ex machina? I haven't. Oh, that's a good one. Is it a m- movie? It's or a sci-fi series? movie. It's really? it's amazing. Really good. It's oh, like, yeah. really amazing. Does it have Dom a Gleason. bunch of annoying ex machina's in it? No. No. Really nice. good writing.
3: It's really good writing. It won the Oscar for Best Visual Effects in, I think, 2018. It's got Dom Hall Gleese You know what Dom else Gleason? won a, an award Oscar for Best Isaac?
1: Visual Effects?
3: Yeah. Iron Sky. Iron Sky. Did it really? Yeah. At the Australian Academy of the AACTCA <laughs> Award, The second <laughs> annual AATCA Awards. But yeah, esteemed. um, it's got Dom Gleason, Oscar Isaac, Alicia Vikander. It's oh, it's yeah. it's really a, a genuinely good movie. Check it out. Maybe we gotta on um, on the good, on the bad, the, and the movie. Because yeah. the bad, movie. Um, so there's this weird shot of the camera guy, and there's a rumor going around school that Davis is going to turn Caitlin into a vampire, and he meets Caitlin at her door. And once again, he has a goddamn dream about her saying, "I'm a vampire," and she's like so accepting of it and everything. And she's like, "Oh my god, it's I'm totally- not a vampire." Oh yeah, sorry, I'm not a vampire. And she's like, "Oh, that's totally okay. I still love you and want to fuck you anyway."
1: <laughs> it and it wasn't a dream. It was a vi- a vivid hallucination where he yeah. caught himself and he was kissing the door. He, was, he was making like, out with the door. <laughs> yeah, he was like what? I I swear to God, like this whole like he is a schizophrenic. A stress-induced schizophrenic, because when, when he's stressed, he hallucinates. And when he, he was stressed about his move, hallucinates. When he's, he's stressed about, you know, maybe having to give up the thing, he hallucinates.
3: Consensual vampire sex. Maybe
1: that's
0: what this is. And very horny all the time as well. Yeah, yeah well, but, what high school yeah. boy is not
3: um so he meets Caitlin at the door and he opens it up after the dream and she is dressed up in whatever you can imagine the perfect outfit that screams ready to be bitten and turned into a vampire is <laughs> yeah like it's like kind of foggy and it's like this like lace shawl with like a dread I don't know how to perfectly describe but it's exactly what you would think it's like I'm um, ready to be to be turned into a sexy vampire it's like is. the Adams family the wife That's how she mm-hmm. dressed pretty much yeah Mrs. Adams, Mrs. Adams, yep. <laughs> <R. I. P. laughs> R.I.P. To COVID, <laughs> to COVID. Um, and she like goes to bite her. She, let's talk about her house. Oh, her house was a compound. She like, like t- yeah. He takes yeah. her like through. She takes him like through the house and to the courtyard, which has like a pool and like a like a rose, like a hedge garden and like a tennis court.
1: Yeah, this was like Bezos' summer. This is this is uh, just uh, a Stanford. general
3: park. She she lives in Stanford University. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is massive. And as he goes to like bite her, there are a bunch of people at her mansion watching and filming. And he's like, What is this? She's like, Oh, I want it on camera and he's like, Well, I gotta pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's had one too many beers, Devin, mm-hmm. so he does right there. <laughs> he, <just laughs> he pisses off Pisses there. his pants. Um so he he says he has to go pee and he actually goes into the kitchen and just gargles some ketchup to bite her with.
1: Yeah. I I didn't understand that at first. I was really weirded out by the scene. I thought Don't was...
3: you know that vampires love ketchup?
1: Oh, you know. I did, I haven't read uh Nosferatu, so it, it's a film it's a film oh, <laughs> no, I, it's the, it's like i the bet mo- there's a book on it though
0: i bet i bet there is a it's book. like
3: the most prominent like early horror film of all time oh, he's look he's a he's a good looking fella yeah pull him up <laughs> um pull up Nosferatu. I, yeah, I haven't seen Nosferatu, I so he goes to bite her with the ketchup ketchup in his, in his, mouth. his mouth and Ooh. everyone immediately Ooh. ostracizes him for being a fake Ooh. and like a guy literally comes up and like smells Caitlyn's neck and he's like it's ketchup! <laughs> it was Bon. Was it Bon? It was Bon Bon who did it. Bon, bon Bon smells her neck and says it's ketchup, and everybody hates on him, and now he's depressed and schizophrenic. Did he have another
1: hallucination?
3: No. But, you know. It's he, only in times of stress. Now he's just depressed, not okay. de-stressed. You're right. I'm so sorry. And um, his mom kind of comes in, and now she. She gives him some bullshit kaleidoscope metaphor that's supposed to be insightful about embracing change because kaleidoscopes are always changing. The thing about it is, it didn't apply at all. No, and I was just waiting for Breck to be like, Mom, shut the fuck
0: up about this (laughs) kaleidoscopes. Davis, not Breck. Oh, yeah, Davis. Davis. Breck was there too.
1: Like, I was trying, I was really trying to connect how that, how her monologue would connect to the plot, but it didn't. It was about, it's like, kaleidoscopes change things, and when you turn the wheel, it's still pretty,
0: (laughs) but it's different.
1: (laughs) I don't know.
0: He's like, I don't know, Mom. Everyone fucking hates me. (laughs) (laughs) At
3: that point, I'd be like, yeah, maybe another country. Let's try another (laughs) country. (laughs) (laughs) So then, after this kind of supposedly intimate moment, you catch Davis walking in into the journalism room and see that Caitlin has been recording, like, all of their intimate moments together, and she's just a bitch. And he's like i'm sorry and she's like i don't accept it and all of a sudden that guy with the camera shows up and he gives davis a flash drive with some mysterious footage that will make him supposedly feel better
0: yeah and the cameraman is raceless he is like taboo from the black-eyed peas yeah he really is he, he, he's not white he's not asian he's he's not black he's, he simply is you can't Pin him down. He he took
3: one of those twenty three and Me tests and it came back <laughs> NA. People ain't like people ain't think to be like it is, but it do, <laughs> but it do. And so um, Davis watches it that flash drive and knows exactly how he's gonna get revenge on Caitlin. Wow, bless thou. Blessed be thy name. Um, and he knows exactly how he's gonna get revenge. And his plan is going to take place at the creepy carnival. And he at this creepy carnival is pretending to be guess what a werewolf no uh the count from sesame street
0: <laughs> no I mean, oh, pretty,
3: yeah 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 and um he sees v and he knows he needs to like right his wrongs with her and he apologizes and he gives her a gift and it's a prized kaleidoscope with a heartfelt oh. note and this is bullshit yeah, I'm so, tired of the kaleidoscope shit. So
1: as V, right, you're just on your front porch swinging, and you see this kid having an imagine this 17-year-old kid having an imaginary fight with three ninjas, and he's swinging a rake around, and then he pretends to be a vampire to the whole school. So you fall in love with him, obviously. And then he breaks your heart, and he gives you a kaleidoscope. <laughs>
3: Romantic as shit. Vince
1: Nani, am I right?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, yeah. And so he gives that to her, and that's basically it. And now they're showing the the creature, the black, the blue, black lagoon, black lagoon, black lagoon at this carnival and Davis gets on stage and is booed and called a loser and a liar and a lamo and really every bad name you could think of that belongs in a Nickelodeon film but because
0: he acknowledged it and turned it on himself and said I'm the lamo, i I'm the loser you're right then all, all everybody of a sudden, accepts it and shuts and they, up they cheer and he's a hero <laughs> They're like
3: yeah you are a lame <laughs> and so he, he ap- wins them back immediately he apologizes to everyone except for Caitlin and is ready to expose this bitch and boy, does he. So he's like, play the video, camera guy. He's like, this <laughs> is the real Kayla. Did you ever get a name? I don't remember. He Probably. I don't think he did. No. But he's like, Cabo. He's like, yeah. this is the real Caitlyn and they accidentally play the Creature of the Black Lagoon again. It's just, Wah! and everybody's like screaming and he's like, I'm sorry about that. Like if I saw,
1: I would be like, that man just fucking roasted the shit out of yeah. her. No, he's good in my, blood. that was, was better funny. than the video that yeah. they
3: truly showed. The video that he truly showed was Caitlyn, like the cameraman didn't stop recording once and she just says on camera that everybody that believes that Davis is a vampire, idiots, and losers, and lamo. o <laughs> Which, Which
1: is weird, because lame-o. she was the one who p- perpetuated that myth. And she believed it at first, because the mirror thing, she yeah. was like, wow, he is a vampire. But then she's like, anyone who believes it is an idiot. Which is,
3: uh... Is all a popularity fling, Devin?
1: Yeah, but... It, but she's also portray- dumb. The film portrayed it as she did. She was the mastermind, believe yeah. believe
3: yeah. that he was a... Yeah. But now everybody boos her, and Davis is immediately the hero, but he also feels sorry for her. And this is when you get reintroduced to Baron Vaughn. Bon. Awesome. He's back at the creepy carnival, and he's here to kill Davis. Yeah, and it's at this point...
0: Baron Von Awesome commits a litany of crimes. (laughs) Um, So, I I actually wrote down here um, the list of crimes that I think you guys can add that that Baron Von Awesome committed. Um, He initially broke into the school and trespassed in the school, and then he assaulted a kid with the water. Yep. Right? Um, And then, at this event, he... I don't know why or how he even deduced that V Breck was um Associated with, Davis. with Davis. No, but he So which could be interpreted as stalking a minor. <laughs> you could add exactly. that too, yeah. <laughs> stalking to get this information. Then he he binds and gags <laughs> Breck, who is a sixteen year old girl, and kidnaps her and places her precariously on top of this A rooftop. On top of a rooftop, yeah, without seemingly anyone noticing or seeing until they get outside.
3: He's attempting to commit murder, but their biggest crime, I think, was the accent.
1: <laughs> what do you mean? As president of the German club, you should know that was spot on. <laughs>
3: Vice
0: president! Oh, shh. Maybe you wouldn't know that. Yeah, I wouldn't know. So, yeah, you can add attempted murder and bound and tied kidnapping of a minor to Baron Von Awesome's rap sheet.
3: It's bad. Like,
0: yeah,
3: nobody's even onto him, even after all of it's over. But he runs. He's like, I've got your precious V tied up. He's like, you've got to come up and get me on this roof. And he's like, I can't get up there. He's like, I'll come to you then. And there's like this chase scene. And he runs onto, like, this stage for the ultimate showdown, and immediately Davis picks up, like, this bow staff, and knows, like, parkour, and kung fu, and bow staff skills, and they're going at it. Well, and that they're... was
0: from his training with the rake in the in the beginning.
3: But even the parkour? He does a no-handed <laughs> cartwheel.
0: <laughs> what can I say, man? Uh, rat,
1: raku, raku, rat, uh... Uh, uh, what do you uh, I the, even the know nin- what you're trying to? The see. ninja at the beginning. Raison. Oh, raison.
3: I thought you were trying to say Adrian or Davis <laughs> or Baron von Awesome, no. and I was like, a pasta <laughs> sauce. Go on. Raison was a form formidable, was. formidable opponent.
1: He was.
0: He
3: wasn't even a formidable opponent. The instant he says, "I'm here to kill you," he ran away in his dream <laughs> sequence. But so they're ready for the ultimate showdown, and he's like, "The only way we can do this." Is a staring contest. <laughs> You've got to beat me in a staring contest to take out my powers.
0: And Baron von Awesome is a, is like, of course. Yes. I, I, why didn't you think of this sooner? So they're
3: like, all right, on the count of three: one, two, and after two, there's the <laughs> weirdest scene of both of them. <laughs> yeah, looking away, looking away, quickly and blinked. rapidly blinking like a person with Tourette's. <laughs> three, and this staring contest was like. with... 20 seconds long. 20 to 30 seconds long. It's not super long, but in the sense of a movie that's only an hour long. This is the climax of the movie. This is the climax (laughs) of the movie. And they're like staring for 20 to 30 seconds. It's apparently so dramatic that a girl in the crowd faints over the drama (laughs) of this. But in the end, obviously, Davis wins, and Baron von Awesome is like crying over his loss, but he accepts his defeat. And he realizes that not all vampires are evil. And he's like, well, I guess I'll spare your life and not murder you, you teenager. <laughs> there's there's humanity in the undead after all, he says. <laughs> and then everyone cheers like this man wasn't trying to kill Davis. Like he isn't a, a villain. Like, <laughs> he didn't zip tie a girl on top of a roof. <laughs> but then he's like, oh my god, V. He forgets that. The girl he loves is tied and gagged on a roof. But she's way up on top of the roof, and she, he
0: can't get up there. How is he going to get he her? He can't
3: get up there, yeah. So how is he going to get there? Oh, he just does a, a simple triple front flip <laughs> up there. He grows some dragon wings. <laughs> Literally a triple front flip when he's like, I can't get up there to kiss her. And they they kiss, but it's a, it's a, it's a body double for the kiss scene. And also, she's still fully tied up. She's was, fully tied I up. I mean,
1: there was consent, like insinuated there was no explicit consent given there was a guy kissing a tied up and previously bound girl (laughs) yeah i got bad
3: vibes and yeah he unties her and they get down from the rooftop and the movie fucking ends with the goddamn dance scene again of him teaching his stupid (laughs) flash mob dance and that's how it ends
0: that is how it ends he he does say on the outro narration that he he made some new friends, which I guess they're referring to the, the raceless camera guy.
3: And Baron Von Awesome, and probably. Von awesome.
0: And V. And then he said he got the girl the right girl, which is implying that Caitlyn Crisp was is a wrong girl. Yep. Yeah.
3: And that's, that's Liar Liar Vampire. <laughs>
2: Woo! The
1: is,
3: episodic peak of the microphone. A wild, wild ride it was. And with that, we'll get into our typical... Quotes, ratings, and reviews.
1: Do you feel like you can be honest with me?
0: Uh, sure. You're pale and you dress strangely. Oh, you're starting with the honesty.
3: Okay, so my first quote is from Davis, and he goes, So, this is like after the fight, the the imaginary ninja fight scene, and he goes, So, you live next door? And V just goes, Nope, just a big fan of porch swings. (laughs) She's such a bitch. But she's the love interest. But she's also eleven. She she goes from bitch to sweetheart, and Caitlin goes from sweetheart to bitch.
1: Yep. Well, well she was never really a sweetheart. She went from bitch to bitch. She went from lesser bitch to, to more bitch yeah. to lesser bitch at the very end.
0: Yeah.
3: Um. Quotes. Um,
0: I only had two really. One that made me made my my intestines shiver. It was so bad. <laughs> is when. He was standing in the hallway, all gl- glittered up and glistening in the sunlight, and they were all like, Pixar, it didn't happen, and so they all take pictures of it, <laughs> and my intestine shuddered.
3: Devin?
1: Oh, man, I don't know if i <laughs> topped that one, but- uh, I missed
3: that one. But right at the oh. beginning
1: when Razon- Did I nail oh, it? Yes. fuck it, I nailed it. Uh, he Razon is speaking to- da- Daddy, Danny. Danny. Davis. Davis, Davis, Davis Pell. Yep. And he says, "I'd go anywhere to find you, even suburban Seattle." <laughs> oh, I
3: had that one down too. Yeah. It was yeah, I'd go anywhere to find and kill you, Davis Pell, even suburban Seattle. That was a good one. I've got one where they're at the creepy carnival, and it's after the staring contest, and it's literally just Bond in such big support of Davis now, and he just goes, "Go get her, Dracula!" <laughs> so so proud of it. <laughs> Well, yeah,
0: like he he wasn't messing around with his girlfriend the entire movie. Yeah, um, I have one, another one, another Bond one. I think I don't know if it was Bond or one of his friends, but I know exactly yeah. what it is because
3: I have it written down.
0: Yeah, it was <laughs> when they're angry about. About uh, Davis coming in and stealing all the attention by being a vampire. And he goes, he stole our friends, he stole our girls, and he stole our
3: pizza slices. <laughs> and why, it, And it, I continued it because he goes, and yeah. why? Because he's a vampire. I'm the quarterback. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're right. That's even better. The, like,
3: the pizza slices? <laughs> he didn't even eat it. Uh, no, and,
0: and Bon is like the... He's like... Yeah, sorry. He's like trying to be like the most stereotypical jock, but he also... Yeah looks like he weighs 160 pounds, and he's a quarterback and he's just his name is Bond. and it's just <laughs> yeah bon. Devin
1: they're really breaking stereotypes here mm-hmm. yeah
3: you got any more Devin
1: yeah i got uh at the very beginning we'll rewind a little bit when rewind, rewind when Danny Pell Davis meets, It's Davis? Oh, yes you
2: just said it
1: when Davis <laughs> Pell meets V uh and he, like, turns around to ask her out. She says, turn it around, Ninja Warrior, and I appreciated the class in the turndown. It wasn't necessarily funny, but, yeah. you know,
3: got to appreciate the class there. V had another one that I really liked where when she was teaching the Vampire Academy scenes where she's teaching him how to be one. And she goes, the modern vampire is more of a cross between a constipated model and a freshman poetry major. <laughs> adrian definitely smiled to himself when he it was very one. anecdotal yeah um there was another one from no i guess and it wasn't Vinny, right or <laughs> <Vince. laughs> wait, wait vince i can't even
1: get my own made-up
3: names right dude. <laughs> i was going to say that this was another one from v but it was actually from caitlin where she goes cool accent is it real and he goes why would i fake an accent and she goes to sound cool and she... he goes you think i sound cool yeah, yeah. Uh, and
1: his accent. Again, I feel like I feel like he was born in Australia but raised in an America and didn't have an accent. I don't know. It's it, like I know he's Australian, but how can an Australian have a bad Australian accent? It never fully landed, no. No, and there were times where it seemed like it, he totally dropped it altogether. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any more from you, Lucas? No, nope, that was it for me. Devin? Yeah, I got uh when uh, he was really training on his edgy lines and mm-hmm. he was interviewing with Caitlin for the the school newscast. Oh, he said, "Time is for
3: those waiting to die." Ah, oh, damn it! I was gonna say that, that was my profound one. Was and, yeah? How yeah. old are you? Time is the time is for those <laughs> waiting to die. Yeah, and after I heard that, I
1: uh, I painted my nails purple and I dyed <laughs> my hair jet black, and
0: yeah. He, he also had a pretty slick way of asking her to the dance, didn't he? She, yeah, she was like, "So are you going
1: to the sweetheart dance?" And she like blinked at him, and she and he responded with. Only if, if, if it's with you. you know, only, only if, if I'm, I'm your only date, only yeah. You,
3: yeah, I was pretty slick. Yeah, you took my last one. Do you have any others?
1: Yeah, I, uh, Vince, v- Baron Von Awesome. <laughs>
2: Why did I say Vince? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Baron Von Awesome, uh, when he was talking about his qualifications to become a vampire hunter, in his resume mm-hmm. of vampiric hunting, he said i found myself nursing from a mother emu <laughs> oh
3: i forgot about that
1: that whole he talked for like 20 seconds and all of that was very quotable yeah,
3: it, he, his, yeah his whole character i was, was born
1: in a graveyard and i was <laughs> found myself nursing from a mother emu. she took her into my pack and I why was are there
3: emu in emus? graveyards
1: <laughs> question me not child <laughs> are
3: you a vampire <laughs> Because vampires ask questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm clear out. Lucas, you're clear. Any more, Devin? Nope, I'm good. Perfect. Um, so, ratings. Um, Rotten Tomatoes. My tomato meter does not have a score, sadly.
1: What? this? I thought this was right behind Pandora for box office opening profits. Yeah,
3: exactly. Um, but the audience score gave it a 50%.
1: That is higher than cats, I'm pretty sure.
3: And higher than... Transformers potentially. No. And it was higher than the happening, but it was lower than Iron Sky.
0: Just think of how much higher it would be if all the children were allowed to log onto the internet <laughs> and
3: vote for <laughs> Go on to Nickelodeon.com with your parents' permission. <laughs> as far as IMDB goes, the audience score gave it um oh where did I put it? A five point eight.
1: A five only almost a, a D. That's almost passing. And, and
3: Metascore? <clears throat> Let me be fair. The audience score was a 5.8. There are a total of seven IMDB reviews, nine Amazon reviews, and two Rotten Tomato reviews. As far as audiences go, not even critics. So as far <laughs> as the meta score goes, not applicable again. Okay. Because for Liar Liar Vampire, there are only two critic reviews. One, a three out of five by three out of five. By Common Sense Media. Emily Ashby. Yep. And another one is a 2.5 out of 10 by Geeks. <laughs> Those are the two sites. For an average of a 4.6. But very,
1: wildly varying
3: yes, between the two. Yes, very. So that's what we've got. So I had a hell of a time finding reviews, audience reviews, because there are only 18 in existence among the big three sites. So here's what I found. Um, first one. By by Twilight, Mama. (laughs) Um, Oh, boy. Yeah. A vampire movie with bite. Really funny and enjoyable movie. (laughs) I found the actors to be likable and the movie to be really funny. I love Twilight and the whole vampire thing, and this movie is really funny. (laughs) A new student comes to school and pretends to be a vampire with the help from the neighbor girl in order to make friends in a new school. It all goes wrong in the end, but he does realize that... He has a really good friend in The Neighbor Girl. Just a charming, really funny movie. Good for all ages. Five out of five. <laughs> Perfect. Do mark. you think
1: she thought it was really funny? The
3: Twilight movie got a hoot and a holler out of this movie.
1: <laughs> she was on the floor. Yeah,
0: really She funny. had to rewind
1: to rewatch some parts because she was. Oh my her God. eyes were closed while imagine she was if laughing.
0: If you like, showed her Seinfeld or something, she would <laughs> shoot herself in the head. and so funny. I
3: didn't even realize that the next review that I wrote down by Mrs. M.A. McIntosh... It's, it's short This is a really funny <laughs> Nickelodeon movie We laugh every time we watch it oh. Every time?
0: A fellow, a fellow multiple <laughs> How many
3: times did they watch this? Oh I forgot 5 out of 5 5 out of 5 okay. Everybody thinks it's really funny Some um, good reviews My next one is by DC 6 For the 9 to 12 year old age group It's very cute and fun Pokes a little fun at some of the YA vampire rage of the past decade or so, or so which is humorous for parents too. Four out of five. That's very specific. For the specific only 9 to 12 year old age range, I, I, it is cute and fun.
0: I kind of I kind of agree with that review. I do I agree think. with it, though. Yeah, I think that's kind of spot But on. she was very specific with her yeah. age
3: range. But she didn't think it was really funny, so... <laughs> um, do Next, you have any like negative reviews? Yeah. Okay. All Next right. up, the Hidden Howard. Oh, really see. short proof that Nickelodeon is desperate. <laughs> two out of ten. Okay. Yeah. He gave it a two. Oh. Yep. And by Paul Hawkinson, said, "Well, it could have been worse." Dot dot dot. Yeah. Five <laughs> out of ten. Five out of ten.
1: Uh, All right.
3: What's what's even the point of that review? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Paul. Um, my last one could have been longer is what he meant (laughs) (laughs) my last one is by alexandria meh meh (laughs) and this one is my long one but it says this film manages to deliver a big lesson for its audiences that lesson delivering to a great impact that leaves a mark for sure the film has an interesting plot a boy moves to this new town and usually doesn't fit in finding his chance to finally win over what he's always wanted to fit in he resorts to faking he must now do what it takes to keep it that way I felt as if this lesson overall that ties in with the plot was a powerful lesson, a well-lesson to deliver. The film manages to deliver said lesson <laughs> in a fun, unique way that surely entertains the audiences and um, and makes the lesson known. I personally thought this film would be just another Nickelodeon trash film, but I was wrong. Pleasantly surprised, the film, as it continues, manages to win the audience over with charming characters of which the actors deliver smooth flawless and exceed in strong emphasis toward their character the film's moral or lesson once again <laughs> delivered strongly but at the same time in a fun clean way for the lesson this film was watched out of boredom and it surprised me i'd recommend this whenever it pops up again it's entertaining and has a nice charm and has succeeded in its lesson and overall sense of uniqueness 5 out of 10 <laughs> five out of ten <laughs> she raved about this movie so much five out of ten
1: what the hell you know I'm okay so I'm sensing like a uh, a common theme with these these reviews where they kind of latch on with, to, with, with really the that funny with the happening it was with the environmental
3: yep the environmental
1: awareness yeah with iron sky it was with Nazis and today's prevalent prevalent that Nazis yeah. that are prevalent in today's society mm-hmm. with this it's like That there's always one of those reviews I've noticed where they latch onto one thing and they think that the concept justifies.
3: That it's so profound. Yeah. And she talks about – she says the lesson in this so many times, but she never says what the lesson – she doesn't know what it is. She just knows that there's a lesson for 9 to 12-year-olds. You're going to learn.
1: I don't know what. I'm going to send you to school. You're going to learn a lesson. Don't ask me what. I
3: didn't pass school. You're going to learn less than – in school than the lesson in this movie. Dropping bars right now? Yeah. Goddamn. Yeah. So, recommendations. Devin, are you recommending this movie to anybody? Uh,
1: No. If I had to give it a score out of one.
3: Out of one. one. <laughs> out of one. One, to one
1: John Lasagna out of ten John Lasagna's. What? Uh, <laughs> John Lazagamo.
3: John LaGuizamo. John yeah. Leguizamo,
1: yeah. One or ten John Lasagna's. I'd give it a uh, four John Lasagna's.
3: Okay, Lucas. Does it had some funny parts. You've watched this three times. It's are you le- recommending it to anybody? I, mm,
0: I'd, I'd recommend it to probably like children's hospital patients. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying
1: <laughs> that you want this movie to potentially be the last movie
3: just, an adult can Just, just yeah. St. Jude's yeah, Children's Hospital. Like, like, like,
0: it's but like the the healthy ward. Yeah. Oh, like, okay. The non-terminal ward. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They might get a kick out
3: of it. Yeah. yeah. How many John lasagnas are you giving? This I'll thing? give it. I'll give it. 3.7. Okay. I'm going to give this a 3.3 3 John Lasagnas. Um, I do not recommend this film to anybody that isn't a child.
1: I don't even... I don't... With how many fantastic children movies there that are... That is true. ...being pumped out by Disney and Pixar and... Uh, DreamWorks and... Uh, I think it Rocket Entertainment, who made Ice Age. Uh, who also made Iron Sky? Or... No, maybe not. Whoever made Ice Age. It wasn't Pixar or DreamWorks <laughs> or anything... But yeah. there's many, many, many. Oh yeah, for sure, there
3: are movies. way better films for you so to watch.
1: What I'm saying
0: is, I don't recommend it to anyone.
3: There are also way better Nickelodeon <laughs> films.
0: Yeah, maybe only to the your vampire or Twilight obsessed. Yeah, if you have an hour to daughter. kill, go Mogulon. Yeah, you only, Oh,
3: I was gonna say you only need an hour, but yeah, 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 and with that. That's what sh- thanks, Lucas, for being on. Oh, it was, was a pleasure. You were prepared. Thank you, I appreciate. It's that. a third watch through, so you kind of got to be. <laughs> yeah. But with that, we're gonna bid you adieu. Adieu. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye bye bye. Thank you for listening to
1: the Good, the Bad, and the Movies. If you like the show, please like and follow us on Anchor and any other podcast
3: sites we are located on. We would love to hear your feedback. So please leave us comments and reviews on our Instagram and Facebook pages at The Good, The Bad, The Movies. We will be back next week to deep dive into more movies. And remember, if it's it's good good and it's bad, it's it's probably probably the
2: movies. movies.